0: now welcome to the cattoons podcast i'm your host katherine corelli On this podcast, I'm going to talk about the stories behind my songs, the production tools that I've used, the production methods that I've employed, the instruments that I've played, the instruments that I've discovered, the arrangement methods that I've used, the real-life stories which precipitated the creation of my entire albums or of my separate tracks. So let's jump right into it, shall we? And uh, welcome, you listening to the Cattoons Podcast. This is episode 52 and uh, today I'm going to be talking about a song called On the Other Side from the same old Overcome album. We're heading into the end of this album, so things are escalating little by little. The song On the Other Side was written back in uh, December 2006 January 2007. The music for it was written back then and also the lyrics. So, I apologize for my English uh, in the lyrics on this song. To be fair, it's pretty crooked let's put it mildly um if i was writing this song nowadays i think i would have been able to express myself a lot more clearly but back then i wasn't exactly able to do it anyways so i will read through the lyrics and i will give some commentary so the first verse opens with the lines are we safe or death condemned begun or driven to an end oh god our spirits we commend to you and pray for strength to make our way through every day." What does this mean? Because quite frankly, as I said, the English is pretty crooked. Are we safe or death condemned? Well this is, this is reflective of the kind of beliefs and the kind of aspirations and worries that I had generally speaking about my future at the time, because I was just about to leap into this huge whirlwind of life on my own and uh, I was about to leave behind a lot of things that I was used to and uh, I was worried so it's sort of like a rhetoric question because apparently nobody is safe uh... death condemned it's not just about well, condemned to death, basically, that's what it means it's just an odd way to phrase it to word it Um, It's not just about death in a physical sense, because that is obvious. It is about the spiritual. Begun or driven to an end. Again, weird way to put it, but what it basically boils down to is... Is there some outer force that... Is there a new beginning? Not only for me, but for everything. Is there a new beginning? Or is it the end of times? That's what it is about. O oh God, our spirits we commend to you and pray for strength to make our way through every day. Next verse. We've been punched into this state, misunderstood and wrapped in hate. Oppressed and choked will liberate, though not supposed to live and say a word in this world. Now, at the time, I felt a lot of pressure from, from my own father. And uh, I've known darkness as I was growing up. I've known plenty of darkness and pain. And uh, I was wondering, at the time, how much more of that same darkness is out there in the world into which I am about to step. Now, I was also assuming that probably there should be someone like myself out there. Someone who went through similar stuff. I mean, I've been a teenager, and uh, in my 20s, I've seen a lot of stuff. And uh, I've seen some some things that went down among my peers. So, we've been punched into this state. This This is a reference to the times that I was growing up in. Namely, the 90s in Russia, which were crazy which were literally crazy. And it was none of it was not up to us, not up to my generation to... We didn't have a voice. And uh, it wasn't us who made that happen, it was just happening to us. And we were sort of shoved into it. And that was what life was. Misunderstood and wrapped in hate, oppressed and choked will liberate, though not supposed to live and say a word, in this world. This refers to... This refers to a brother set of things, because it's uh, about my father, it's about the beliefs that he held. All of a sudden he became a communist at some point, uh, which was very bizarre, very odd. Uh, first he was sympathizing with the West when he was younger, and then after that all of a sudden he snapped and became a communist, uh, which was weird. but. He wasn't the only one who held beliefs like that, and he wasn't the only one who was trying to exert his authority in a certain way. And uh, he had a dark way of exerting his authority on his children. So I knew that this kind of stuff is going on for others in my age group. So that's basically what I'm lamenting here in this second verse. Then there is the hook that goes, some will pay no attention, some will laugh, and stare, each one in his dimension, ready for anger and never for care. From now on, moving targets will be under fire, dead if caught in the darkness, and stamped in mud if we fall, sick and tired. In a broader sense, this refers to all the people, again, uh, mostly my peers, who dare to question certain things, who dare to push against this... Darkness that was prevailing in Russia at the time. This very chaotic, very strange, weird time. At the same time, it's also about parental abuse, because it wasn't just me who was experiencing this from my father. It was also, you know, my classmates, and I knew those stories, and I was growing up with these kids um, who had who had parents who were alcoholics, for example, who had uh, girls who were abused by their stepfathers or by their fathers. It was happening, and I was aware of that. So, when someone would come forward and try to talk about this or try to say something about this, there was always this sense of that you would be laughed at or you would be... Uh, stared at, or there would be some rude, nasty bastards who would try to attack you and who would try to use you exactly because you were crippled by that kind of abuse. And sort of the people, the kind of people that are capable of doing this, they usually have some sort of, like, a radar. They spot you. If you're crippled in that way, if you were abused as a kid, the abusers other abusers, they usually spot you. So that's that's why it is important not to dwell on the victimhood. That's why it is important to heal, to become stronger, to get yourself together and to venture into life without that stain on yourself. That's why it is so important. Because there is going to be someone else who's going to come along and he's, he or she is going to take advantage of whatever scars... You have whatever unhealed uh festering stuff do you have, dragging it you know, throughout your life, someone is gonna come along and they're gonna they're gonna use it to their advantage. That's how it works. Narcissists are always there. Manipulative people are always there. There's some really dark people out there, so one should be aware of this. Then there's the next verse. Falling bridges we can't fix, crash through this air. that that smells like sticks, we have no way back to make our pleads and let them sordidly pervert our lives through their despise. Uh, What it means is that there is basically no way back. Once you realize the truth and you embark on this path of finding truth, you're seeking truth, you're a truth seeker, you can't betray that truth because you know that it is an act of pursuit, and you cannot just dismiss it. Once you see the truth, you cannot unsee it. There is no way. That's why there is no way back, and that's why the, the bridges that you can't fix, you know, the bridges that perhaps you used to have, they're falling, they're crashing behind you as you venture for- forward. And... um Air that smells like sticks sticks s t y x that refers to death that is about the stale air it's a metaphor, apparently this is about the stale uh air about the enclosed stale air when you' are trapped with people who are not actively seeking out the truth instead they prefer you cannot have a conversation with them, you cannot move anywhere with them at all because they're just stuck in their ways, and they wouldn't contemplate anything, they wouldn't hear you out, they don't grow, and they create this stale environment. It's like dead water, it doesn't move anywhere, and there is everything festers in that, in that water, because it's dead water. It's the same, same thing here. Human relationships are like that too, and that's what I was feeling at the time, because my mother was dying. And my father, it was impossible to have any productive conversations with him at all because he wouldn't listen to anybody except for himself. So, that's why it says, we've no way back to make our pleads and let them sordidly pervert our lives. Yeah, like, there's no way, no way one can go back and beg for something. For what? But apparently, that's what my father expected from me. He wanted me to convert to his delusion, he wanted me to play his games, instead of pursuing the truth. So, I was supposed to, uh, I was supposed to betray the things that I knew to be true. I was supposed to betray that path, and, you know, beg for forgiveness, and for his acceptance, and live my life according to what he perceives as appropriate. So then there's the next verse. All we got is you and me. The others doubt too much to be. Let's pray for those who cannot see, and forgive their trespasses, for we're the same at each other's aim. Now, what this refers to, this is not just about myself. It's not me talking to myself. This refers to virtually an abstract friend, one of my peers. Like, this is is what we got. This is you and me. And all the others they doubt too much to exist, to actually live. Because while we were growing up, while I was growing up, I've seen, you know, the parents of my peers, I've seen many of these people who are living in that old USSR delusion. They're somewhere in their own world. They're not here. They're not in the moment. They don't realize what's going on. It's not that they don't care, but they're clinging to that old delusion of that old world. You know what I mean? So... In a broader sense, that's what it refers to. But also, um, it refers to that, to the knowledge of that, yes, there is more darkness that lays out there in the bigger world, and it's inevitable, and one should be aware of it. And you and me, you, my friend, this is what we really got. We're not alone. Let's pray for those who cannot see and forgive their trespasses for we're the same at each other's aim. So, what that means is that, dear friend, even when we find ourselves aiming at each other, pointing guns at each other, we still can have a conversation if we want to. It's not an inevitability. We can reverse this. We don't have to kill each other. That's what it refers to. Then there is a second hook that goes by some will be never mentioned, like our names are plagued. Some will spread their pretension, pretense, loving us only till we're at the stake. Betrayers will be proclaimed the the heroes, armed with knives at night, will be hunted by killers and unburied after after we've suffered and died. Again, crooked English, I apologize, but you get the gist of it. Then there's the middle section that goes, As I count down from 10 to 1, a new prize will be set, a new race has begun. I wonder if we have a chance to survive. We're wanted. Nobody gives a fuck, dead or alive. There's a one question now I'd like to ask. Is it goddamn heroic, this fucking kick-ass? Hey, cowards, don't mock. Hide your gag fuckers, get ready to suck. Your fake humanity kills, we're on the other side. Your liberty chokes our wills, we're on the other side. I'll never betray my choice, we're on the other side. You can never shut down my voice, we're on the other side. We're forced to face this destructive, annihilating shit. All of our deeds proclaimed goddamned and worth nothing but a spit. Your malice and hatred deflect our attempts to join in peace. Why don't you see we're the same dragged through all our hopes and means? Nothing changes, we're on the other side. Nothing changes, we're on the other side, my dear. All of this reflects. Um, granted, at the time I had a rather nihilistic view for the world. I didn't know as much, but I felt strongly about certain things. So there was already this knowledge of that there are going to be people who will treat me, who will treat me personally like I'm plagued, like I'm too much of a weirdo. And some people are going to pretend and uh, be quote-unquote friends all the way until I'm burning at the stake, like a witch. And then there are, there are going to be those who will betray me, and they will be proclaimed the heroes, and then they are going to be the ones who are going to come after me with knives at night, and they won't even bury me when I've suffered and died. And then, of course, there is the other aspect of it um, which is exemplified here in the lyrics when it says, your fake humanity kills, we're on the other side your liberty chokes our wills, we're on the other side which, again, means that it's fake liberty. It's not real liberty, really. It's um, all about you being supposed to play by someone else's rules. I'll never betray my choice, we're on the other side. You can never shut down my voice, we're on the other side. And uh, the following we're forced to face this destructive annihilating shit. This refers to um uh, the darkness that is out there in the big world, and people behind that darkness who are always trying to make us fight with with each other and be at each other's throats. That's what it means. Then nothing changes. We're on the other side, nothing changes. we're on this uh, we're on the other side, my dear. This is basically a call to everybody who feels stuck in the dark to get out of that darkness, to cross the river, and to go into the light, and to be on that side of things, and to stay on that side of things. And then there's a conclusion to the song, the very last verse that goes, All we've got is you and me. The more we are, the more we be. Very weird way to put it, but again, forgive my crooked English at the time. Let's pray for those who cannot see and forgive their trespasses, for we're the same at each other's aim. So the song basically revisits the sentiment that was expressed earlier, um, and it all concludes with that we are human, we are the same, even when we are aiming at each other, when we're pointing guns at each other we are the same and there are forces out there there are dark forces out there that want us at each other's throats but we can ultimately overcome this and you and i is all we got really so with that being said let's move on to the music analysis shall we So, the song starts out in F sharp minor, and uh, throughout its course, it goes through three major key changes. So, it starts in F sharp minor, the first two verses and the hook are in that key. Then it goes into A minor. Then there is a modulation in the middle of the song, and then after that, we're in the very end, we're landing in G minor. So, with that being said, let's listen to the intro, and then I'll dissect this and comment as we call. Shush, <laughs> dissect the intro. It starts out with an F-sharp minor, then inversion of B minor on the base of D, and inversion of F-sharp minor Then we're going into the verse
1: Um, using the same
0: chord progression. itself. So, obviously, this is harmonic minor. Then it repeats itself and goes through the second verse. And then after that, we're moving into the hook. And uh, let's listen to it. We're starting out in... seven C major, C major, C sharp major, excuse me, which is the dominant a seven here. Uh, but we're not sitting for too long on this C sharp major then, because then after that we're moving in into the next key, and. Uh, and then we're moving into an E major, so... This is E major all of a sudden. And from E major, we're moving through... C-sharp B-flat, C-sharp, C-natural flat and here we are in the new key so there's basically two phrases that sort of mirror each other here's where we were with C sharp major B flat A, G, then E major then C sharp Here's how we get to A minor from C sharp major uh, from excuse me from F sharp minor, which is a pretty bizarre way to go about it. so after that, basically we're repeating the two verses and the hook, but all of it happens in A minor. Let's listen. Point. Uh, there is the middle section of the song, and that's where things that's where things begin to escalate. So let me find that let me find that part, and we will go from there. Yep, let's listen. Because basically, it's, it's comprised of... the first part of this uh, middle section is comprised of four chords
1: we are on the other
0: side
1: We are on the other side
0: It's an A minor Then there is a C sharp major plus 7 Then a C major flat major with an E, which is like a tritone replacement for an E major for the dominant chord. Let's listen. we're moving into another um, section that is heavily modulated moves from one key to another and that's an important part so let's listen to it and then I'll comment Moving into the very end. So here we're starting with um, A minor, F major, D minor minus seven, B flat major. 7, then all of a sudden we're going into E flat minor.
1: Bum, bum, bum.
0: E flat minor.
1: Bum, 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 bum.
0: Since we're in E flat minor, so this is gonna be a C flat major. C-sharp-minor C-sharp-minor then A-major F-sharp-minor D-major G-flat, excuse me, G-sharp-major-dominant We're going to G minor G minor then uh, e flat major plus 7 G flat major plus 7 again e flat major plus 7 and a D major a D major dominant we're starting in A minor once again F major, D minor, E flat major, E major, then E flat minor, C flat major, D, D major, plus seven. Then we're going into C sharp minor. C sharp minor. A major plus 7. F sharp minor minus 7. D major plus 7. G sharp major dominant minus 7. And then G minor. E flat major plus 7 major plus seven E flat major plus seven D major minus 7 and then we're landing in G minor for the end. Original intro, only this time it's the F sharp minor, it's G minor. Same chord progression, exactly. As you can see, there are three keys um, throughout this song that that change. First it's F sharp minor, then we're going into A minor and settling there, which goes up. The vocal line goes up, but everything else, like the synthetic guitars and the bass, everything goes down, which gives it a lot more weight. Then there is um, the middle section, which is modular. and then it brings us to G minor and we end up in G minor. So we're basically starting the song in F sharp minor then we're ending it in G minor which is a half step higher than the original intro. And um, this is basically the music analysis for this song. Let's move on to the next section, shall we? So, as you can see on the other side, symbolizes, well, should I say rather, represents the kind of place that I was in back in December 2006 when I was just in the beginning of my journey, when I was just about to start living my own life. And uh, that's the place that I was in. It's uh, rather about the future, about the aspirations, about the worries, about the way that I've seen things back then. And granted, that i've seen things in a darker light back then and i was i knew a lot less about life so take that in account and um again this uh this track leads up to the very uh, finale of the album and after this one on the other side there is time to fight which was written in 2019 and which represents uh the stretch of life where actually you know when you actually get out and you start living your own life and you realize that there is a lot of things that you will have to fight for and fight against and this is just how life is and then of course there is another track called the stone shower and uh... after all of that then there is the last track called save tomorrow for tomorrow so there is going to be three more episodes dedicated to the overcome album and after that we are basically done with this album it's an enormous album enormous, enormous album and um As I said on the previous episode, uh, the narrative here is not linear, it kind of goes back and forth uh, between, you know, like in a movie when you have flashback scenes, this kind of stuff. Uh, It's the same kind of thing here, because sometimes it goes back in time, and it goes back in time because there was a track that was written way back, that is, uh, placed somewhere in the end section of the album. But it works as a flashback, because that's what I believed at the time. It doesn't necessarily mean that I hold the same exact views nowadays. My views definitely have evolved. But that's what it felt like at the time. And then there is something that comes after it, like Time to Fight, that was written 13 years later. Um, Time to Fight and The Stone Shower, they were both written in uh, 2019 the lyrics, uh, and the music basically was mostly written in 2019. Save Tomorrow For Tomorrow was written way back. It's one of the older tracks, uh, and it's a derivative from um, Ero Torture, as far as I remember. It uses a melody that was written a very long while ago, and that was sort of embedded in the Overcome album early on. Um, So it has a very distinct vibe, and uh, it wraps up the entire album, but we will get to it. With that being said, as you can see, um, on the other side, it's a sad song, it's a tragic song. It's not all nihilistic per se, I wouldn't say it is. I would just say that it's full of worries and it's um, it, it's about coming from a dark place. It's about coming out of darkness, coming out of pain. and. Um, Striving for light, striving for goodness, and trying to find it and stick to it. Uh, Trying to find your path, and at the same time, knowing that there is going to be more darkness in the future. That's basically, in you know, a two line summary of what this song is really about. And this is where I'm going to be wrapping up this episode. Thank you very much for being with me. Do not forget that if you have never listened to any of my music at all, you can find uh, me, Catherine Corelli, Catherine with the C, Carelli with the You can find me on any major streaming platform like Deezer, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, etc., etc., etc. Also, YouTube. And if you're going to YouTube, you can also check out my Cat Talk uh, video cast, you could say, some sort of video cast, whatever is the show that I have on YouTube. I also might uh, in the future start uploading those same episodes on other platforms like BitChute and Rumble and. Uh, Odyssey, something like this, meanwhile it is all on YouTube. Um, And this is a show, the Cat Talk show, where I don't talk about music, I talk about things that are not related to music at all, you know, society, politics, uh, history, um, education, this kind of stuff. And also on my YouTube channel you have Cat Vibes, which is dedicated to a more, it's a more casual kind of playlist. where. Uh, I might be doing some work in the backyard, I might be recording some music, I might be recording guitars or vocals or drums or something like this. So if you want to check out that, check it out. It's very casual, just basically vlogging, this kind of thing. Uh, and also too, uh, I have a separate business which is called Southern Caracol, uh, which is about skin health and aromatherapy. So if you want to switch from big box stores Uh, and their products uh, infused with lots of harmful chemicals. If you want to switch to something that is healthier and uh, all-natural, you might want to check out this store. We sell soaps and lotions and lip balms and natural shampoo bars, which are very good for your scalp and for your hair, and other products. So, I would encourage you to check out southerncaracol.com. The link is going to be in the description. Now, if you have any questions about this podcast or you want to leave me, a comment if you want to reach out to me you can always do that through ladycatheryncarelli at gmail.com. This is my email address and again the link is gonna be in the description. With that being said, thank you very much for checking out my show. I appreciate you. I love you and you'll hear me on the next episode. <coughs>